I am so excited to announce that the doors to Panic to Peace are open. This is my signature program where over the course of 10 weeks, we meet 12 times live via Zoom and I walk you through how to actually change your relationship with anxiety, how to get the thoughts, the symptoms, panic and fears to stop popping up and to stop making all of the decisions for you. And I help you to actually start living your life and experiencing lots more peace, joy, and freedom. And you not only do it alongside me, you also do it alongside of all the other students who are in the program and on a similar journey as you. So doors are only open until this Friday, January 20th. And if you want in, all you have to do is head to the link in the show notes and I'll see you on the inside. Recovery is hard because you're either staying in your comfort zone or you're pushing yourself outside of it. And you have to remember to choose the hard that is leading you to peace, joy, and freedom. Welcome to a Healthy Push Podcast. I'm Shannon Jackson, former anxiety sufferer turned adventure mom and anxiety recovery coach. I struggled with anxiety, panic disorder, and agoraphobia for 15 years. And now I help people to push past the stuff that I used to struggle with. Each week, I'll be sharing real and honest conversations along with actionable and practical steps that you can take to help you push past your anxious Today, thoughts. Today, we're going to talk about a question that you might be Welcome. asking yourself right or you have be. asked yourself or you've like really battled with this question. And it's, what if my anxiety never goes away? And I just want to say this is fear, right? Like this is fear and it's a really valid fear. Like you are struggling with something that is really hard and you don't want to struggle with it anymore. And you've asked yourself this question, what if my anxiety never goes away? Because you're scared. Like you're scared of this potentially being in your life forever. And I can tell you this was one of my biggest fears. Like when you're struggling with anxiety, panic, and agoraphobia, having things be uncertain, right, outside of your control and unknown is like pretty terrible. You are not a big fan of it. I know I wasn't. And this is kind of like the ultimate unknown, right? Like not knowing if you'll ever heal this relationship with anxiety and not struggle with anxiety. And I feel like I have to say something here that might be a little hard to hear. And it's that you can't know whether or not you're going to recover. Like you can't know if and when it's going to happen and you don't need to. Like we crave this certainty, right? Just as humans in general, but especially when you're struggling with an anxiety disorder, like you crave this certainty, you crave this control. I need to know. I need to know that I'm going to get better. I need to know that this is going to go away. And you just don't have to know. You want to know, of course. (laughs) It would be really nice if somebody could just say, yeah, like you're going to recover and here's when it's going to happen and your life is going to be, you know, quote, back to normal and things are going to be great. But here's the thing. So I want to mention two really important things. You really just need to know and believe that recovery is necessary. Not that it's possible, Like we often think we have to know that it's possible. We have to know that we're going to get there. We have to know what's going to happen. And it's kind of like we mix it up, right? You don't have to believe that it's possible, but you have to believe that it's necessary. Because when you believe that it's necessary, that like 
there is no other choice and I have to heal this relationship with anxiety and I really want to because I want to live my life and here are the reasons why, like that's when you actually take the steps. That's when it becomes less hard. So the, the second one here is you have to have some blind faith and keep taking action while not knowing, right? And this is really hard, I know, because it just feels like, oh, I'm just doing these things and I just don't know. And yeah, that's uncomfortable. But that's a big part of the recovery journey. And just because you can't see that it's possible, right, doesn't mean that it isn't possible. So with this question, what if my anxiety never goes away, I really want you to keep in mind that this is fear. And you really can't let this fear cause you to not take action, right? Because if you don't take action, of course, your relationship with anxiety is never going to heal. So I want to jump into some helpful insights and tips. I think that these things are going to be really helpful for you. So the first is I want to challenge you to stop saying, quote, my anxiety. I hear this all the time and I cringe and I can't help it. I'm sure I used to say this too, but I think saying my anxiety kind of allows it to define you, right? And it allows it to define your path. And I really think that you have to let go of this. Like I think you really need to start catching yourself when you're saying my anxiety and just say anxiety. Like leave out the my because you know if you listen to last week's episode, anxiety is not a part of you. It's just something that you're struggling with right now. And you really have to stop labeling it as my anxiety and you know I'm just an anxious person and all those things so I think this is the first one just really challenge yourself to stop like causing it to define you and really be a part of you I want you to let go of that okay the next is I want you to really acknowledge and honor the fact that you have a choice so I know that this one can be really hard to hear and it might be a little bit triggering because I feel like if somebody had told me this back when I was struggling, I probably would have told them to get lost. But you have a choice as to what your relationship with anxiety looks like and you really have to take control and responsibility of your recovery. And I know how much it often feels like you don't have a choice, right? When you're struggling with something that's so hard, like anxiety, panic, and agoraphobia, and you're constantly coming up against the thoughts and the feelings and the symptoms and panic attacks, it can all feel really big and scary and overwhelming and like it's just going to hang around forever, especially if it's something that's been in your life for some time. And you might find yourself saying like, I've tried everything and nothing's working and this just like I just have to accept it manage it cope with it whatever it is and I know I used to say this all the time I've tried everything and I had to get honest with myself and I knew I wasn't trying everything like I was trying a lot of the same things and they weren't working (laughs) and I wasn't being honest with myself that the things that I was doing wasn't very healthy and they weren't very helpful So when you say, I've tried everything, I really want you to get honest with yourself. Like, have you tried everything? Are you doing a lot of the same things and a lot of the same things that aren't working? 
Because the truth is those things that you're likely trying over and over again are actually reinforcing the anxiety. They're not actually helping it to have less of a presence. But I also want you to recognize like you don't have to do everything. (laughs) I think we have this idea that the recovery journey means you have to do, do, do and you have to figure out and you have to problem solve. And you have to make this go away. And it's so tough because I tell my students, my clients, like so much of the recovery journey is about slowing down and realizing you have to do less. Like pull back on the doing and you really have to focus more on being and allowing yourself to be and not working so hard to go at it and to try to make it go away and to solve and figure out and all of those things. But of course I want you to recognize your relationship with anxiety isn't going to change unless you take some uncomfortable action, right? Some imperfect action. And doing this, taking the uncomfortable action is obviously going to make things more uncomfortable. But remember, this is the discomfort that's going to lead you to what you want more of, right? Like more peace, joy, freedom, not more anxiety, fear, and panic. So something that I say often that I really, really love and applies here is recovery is hard because you're either staying in your comfort zone or you're pushing yourself outside of it. And you have to remember to choose the hard that is leading you to peace, joy, and freedom. That's huge, right? Because we often stay on this autopilot, like this path of doing all this stuff that we've always done, staying inside of our comfort zones, not pushing ourselves, not wanting to feel uncomfortable. And so we try to keep ourselves safe. And we get so confused with comfort and safety. Like comfort does not equal safety. And you really can't stay within your comfort zone because that's not keeping you safe. It's actually keeping you quite stuck. So a lot of times people will ask me this question of like, well, Shannon, did you have some big aha moment? Like, (laughs) did you have a moment that really helped you to like start healing, like really start healing? And I get it. I understand this question, but like, no, like I'm sure I had aha moments. I, I, I had plenty of aha moments, right? But I didn't have one moment that then like just, caused me to walk down this path like skipping and believing that recovery was possible and I I got all my shit together and you know everything was great I had to consciously make the choice over and over and over again to heal especially when I hit those road bumps especially when things got hard especially when I found myself like choosing unhealthy habits like falling back into unhealthy habits and behaviors, falling back into unhealthy responses, like just that autopilot behavior that I was on. So I truly believe if you're like waiting for this moment, like this aha moment or this turning point, like don't wait. You just have to keep making the choice over and over again to heal. And so much of the recovery journey is about taking the steps, like taking the action and just not knowing. Like you don't know you know, truly in the moment what they're doing, what they're leading to. Like, yeah, you you have a good idea. You're taking them for a reason, but like you don't know where they're going to lead. Like you don't know the exact path. You don't know, you know, when you're going to heal, how it's all going to happen, and you don't have to know. Like let go of that control of thinking that you need to know that it's going to happen or how it's going to happen or when it's going to happen. And I really want you to also give yourself permission to change your relationship with anxiety. 
like give yourself permission for it to actually look differently because I think like you know I've said we get stuck we we get stuck in the cycle of like this is just what it's like and this is what my relationship with anxiety is always going to look like like I'm always going to have the symptoms the fears the panic but you really have to give yourself permission for things to look differently like you are not always going to have the thoughts, the symptoms, the panic, the fears. It's just not true. It's absolute bullshit. And this is fear talking. Like just like the question that we're talking about, right? What if my anxiety never goes away? Like this is also fear. It's not always going to look this way. And you have to give yourself permission and you have to remove the limitation that you're putting on yourself. And when I say limitation, I'm talking about the limitation of telling yourself, I'm never going to make my anxiety go away. I'm never going to recover. I'm never going to heal. I'm never going to get better. Like this alone can hugely hold you back. This limitation will hold you back. Like let recovery be a possibility for you. Because why can't you? Like, I obviously can use myself as an example and say, you know, I did it. And I've had plenty of students and clients that have done it too. So why can't you? But like, it's because you're putting this limitation on you. There's no reason why you can't. Like, let it be a possibility. And I want to share something too that I think will add some value and be really helpful for you to hear. So if you didn't listen to the episode that I did with Suzanne, a panicked peace student of mine who has gotten freedom from anxiety and panic and agoraphobia after 16 years, it was such an amazing conversation. And if you haven't listened, I want you to go back and listen to that episode. But in that episode, Suzanne said something that was so beautiful and insightful. And so many of you reached out and said, I never thought of it like that. Like, it's true. And that was just so amazing. So Suzanne said, you know, I am, I was so grateful. Like I realized when I was struggling, I'm so grateful that this is something that I can actually heal from. Like there are things, there are illnesses, there are, you know, diseases. There are things that you cannot heal from, but this is something that I get to choose to heal from. And when she said that, I was just like, oh my gosh, it you're so right and it's so true. And I know how much it can feel like it's not true, but it is. Like you can absolutely heal from anxiety, panic, and agoraphobia. You can recover. You have to allow it to be a possibility. And you have to really get honest with yourself and acknowledge that you have a choice. And you have to consciously keep making the choice over and over again to recover. Okay, I have to talk about this one, but I feel like I'm not going to beat a dead horse because I feel like I talk about this a lot, but it's important. I want you to really acknowledge, right, that you can't make anxiety go away and you don't have to. And trying to make it go away is a big part of the problem. Like, I don't want to struggle with this. I don't want the thoughts, the feelings, the panic attacks. Like, I just want them to go away. But resisting them, trying to make them go away, like this is the stuff that just continues to feed these things and it gives them so much attention and it keeps them hanging around. So I really encourage you, recognize when you're trying to fight, when you're trying to get rid of, when you're trying to not face the things and feel the things, and to really practice slowing down, surrendering, like dropping that resistance and allowing yourself to feel the anxiety, to experience the panic, and to not 
do anything, to like really just let it be. And I know you might be scared, right, of things getting worse when you do this because when you start dropping the resistance and you start practicing the surrendering and this acceptance, things often do feel worse. And that's because your brain is trying to learn these new ways. And so when you're scared, right, of things getting worse, it might be the dialogue might be, what if I panic? What if I pass out? What if, what if, what if? And I want you to really slow it down and even ask yourself right now, can things actually get worse? The thoughts, the stories, they'll always try to convince you that things can get worse. But the reality and the truth is that you're likely just going to feel really uncomfortable and you're going to feel scared and you're going to feel anxious. And I know that you don't want to. And I know that that in and of itself sucks, but that's just it. Like you are likely just going to feel more and sure, that's going to be uncomfortable, but that's it. There's nothing else. You know, in, in all in my programs, in my one-on-one work with clients, I talk so much about the stories. And our brains tell a lot of stories and you really have to start slowing down and listening and changing those stories and bringing a reminder back of what your realities are and what the truth is. Okay, so this last one is a really big one and it's sort of... <laughs> not sort of, it's really getting honest with yourself and asking yourself, am I keeping myself stuck? And, you know, I think another question that goes along with this is, am I scared to recover? Because I think going back to the question of what if my anxiety never goes away, I think there's a big part of you that's afraid for it to go away, that's afraid for things to look differently because the truth is our brains love familiarity. Like they love for things to be the same. And even though what you're in right now is so uncomfortable, we can often get comfortable in that discomfort. Like I know, I was so used to my days looking a certain way. I was so used to moving about my days in a certain way and I was hugely keeping myself stuck because I was just like on autopilot. I was just going about the motions and living my life and doing things how I always did them and clearly it didn't work. And so I really had to get honest with myself and ask myself like what am I scared of? And I was honestly scared of getting better. Like I was scared of what my life would look like, what I would have to do for my life to look differently and what what would that mean for me? And, you know, struggling for as long as I did for 15 years, it's really tough to do things differently and to unlearn and to move about the world differently. But I can tell you that discomfort that I put myself through was so worth it. It was so worth it. It sucked, absolutely. But I think a big part of the journey is being more aware, like becoming aware and getting honest with yourself and realizing that you might be keeping yourself stuck and you might be a little bit okay with the uncomfortableness. And that's that's a scary spot to be in because you don't want to be comfortable with it and you want to push yourself outside of that because you do want to heal your relationship with anxiety. 
And a huge part of healing that relationship with anxiety is coming to the awareness that you may be keeping yourself stuck and that you could use some support. So I want to mention here that the doors to my 10-week program, Panic to Peace, are currently open. And in this program, I share all the insights, all the tips, tools, all the things that will help you to get unstuck, to take the actions, and to heal and overcome. And I do it very simply. (laughs) I don't want to make the journey more hard. I know how hard it already is. So I keep things simple. I keep them practical. And I just give you the support and the guidance and the motivation and the accountability. So if this sounds like something that you want to be a part of and you feel like you could use some support, definitely check out the link in the show notes and sign up. And I would love to see you there. We start on January 30th and you can hugely transform your relationship with anxiety and your life over the course of 10 weeks. And I would love to help you get there. So if you've been asking yourself this question of what if my anxiety never goes away, I want you to ask yourself today, what is a healthy action? What is something that I can do that will help me to create a healthy relationship with anxiety? So until next time, keep taking healthy action. I hope you enjoyed this episode of A Healthy Push. If you want more, head on over to ahealthypush.com for the show notes and lots more tips, tools, and inspiration that will support your recovery. And if you're hoping for me to cover a certain topic, be sure to join my Instagram community at A Healthy Push and let me know in the comments what you want to hear next.